G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we are here for our song reviews for Eurovision 2020, Dale. Mm. This is our second episode. It is indeed. So today we are going through 29th to 20th place. So we're not doing what we usually do every year, which is have a episode for every country because, well, there isn't a Eurovision 2020 <laughs> this year, is there? So no, no. last week we did 41st to 30th. You can go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. Today we're doing down 29 to 20, which is taken from all the Aussie Vision team, not just us. Absolutely. And I've got to say, I think this is a really great batch of songs, to be honest. Well, we're in that middle section, so it can be a bit beige and midfield, but sometimes there can be some crackers in there. So mm. I guess we should find out what came in at number 29, shouldn't we? We should. All right. 29th is... Okay, that was Greece, Stefania with Supergirl. Michael, that's come in 29th for the team. What do you think? Good position or not? Yeah, I think it's about right for this one. Um, look, to be honest, I think there is quite a bit to like about this song. Good modern production in this one. Gives a bit of oomph. I think there's some nice uh, Eastern elements within the whole thing as well. And generally, for me, it's the strength is the chorus itself and the dance drop as well. So mm. I would have expected a good live performance coming from Stefania. Not that we've seen too much of her live on this one. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I was expecting a decent package out of Greece this year. Yeah, it's quite um, teenage pop, I would mm. put this as. And I do agree. I really do like the um, traditional elements they've added in there just to give it a little bit more... I guess, oomph to the song. Otherwise, it might just be a bit too boppy. Um, She has represented um, Netherlands before at Junior Eurovision, so she has some heritage from Greece and Netherlands. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you can hear a little bit of that, that junior sound. Obviously, this is a few years later. She's 17. I would say it's more, it's a high school song. It is. If anything, it's probably a little too junior for the adult competition, possibly. Mm. Uh, but um, we'll never know now, will we? No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, probably, I think that was the big downfall for me. For me, that's it. Like, I, I enjoy the song. Like, it has its place. It's kind of caught in that no man's land in between, I think, of a junior song and an and a adult song. But there's still a lot of elements. It does get in your head. It's a bit catchy. Um, good production on the video. So I think they would have brought some good staging. And I think with uh, not just this song, a few we're going to mention today, um, the competition is skewing to a younger audience. So this, mm. I think, would okay. have had an audience, definitely. All right, fair enough. Well, we did obviously go out to the rest of the team and we did have some high scores for this one. Um, it went all the way from sixth place mm. up to, well, down to uh, 34th. So we had a 6th, 17th, and an 18th. Ali was the 6th place. Wow. She said this is funky and fresh. Okay. So, I, you know, I do get that. And a bit of a new, um, I guess, era for Greece, going a little bit back to their more poppy ways. Um, Kyriakos and Liv were also the ones up high, and they both said the same thing about Greece maybe making some return to something a little bit more like what they used to do and were so successful at at Eurovision. And they have obviously raised, yes, we understand that there's a junior Eurovision element, but mm. the traditional part came up as well. So um, quite a lot that we agree on there with yeah, the team. I could see this was a fairly popular song amongst the fandom. Well, let's look at why it was bad for some people, though. Come on, there's always a downside. And we've got to say, Flourish came in with the 34th out of the, 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 the last place in the team and just said this is way too junior revision teen bop basic music it Mm. sounds like a 15 year old song and she's 17 and she hopes she's back next year with a more adult song harsh or fair Probably fair, I would say. Mm. Probably fair. <laughs> and speaking of rankings, Dale, <laughs> yes. I wasn't too far behind. I gave it 33rd. Okay. Uh, again, just probably a little bit too junior for me. And just other ones kept getting in front of it. It's not a bad song. Just just wasn't really in the top batch for me. Yeah, to me as well. I'm not too far off as well. 31st, so kind of close to where the team put this overall, 29th. I think that's about where this song sits. It's definitely better than a lot, but it just lacked a bit of maturity to really jump up those rankings to be a real proper Euro bop. Yeah, I'd agree. Totally agree. All right, let's move on to number 28.
Well, 28 was the much-publicised island. Leslie Roy with Story of My Life. Dale, you can kick us off on this one. Well, there was a lot of build-up to this from Ireland. They were very excited about it. There were some comparisons to Euphoria in the lead-up, which is, I mean, come on, no one should ever do that, even if you do think you've got the next Euphoria. Um, I would say, unfortunately, it didn't live up to those heights. Uh, What I do like about this, though, it is... This is this is where Ireland's trying to take a risk. They're trying to not to go for something safe. I think they've got it wrong on this occasion, but I think they were trying to do something and step out of the comfort zone and send something a bit of a, a poppy rock with a lot of st- different staging that we heard that was going to be coming with this song. And I like that they were trying. There's an effort award here. <laughs> On the downside, oh, wow, this is so just a carbon copy. We've said this many times and many people have. It's Katy Perry era, late 2000s, early 2010s. And it feels like it's too recent to go retro. It just makes it sound dated. Um, and I don't think it necessarily suits... Leslie, as a sort of an artist, she's a she's a little bit older, as in like she's in her thirties, and I mean, she's not old, but she's not twenty, and she's not forty. But this doesn't sound quite like the right fit, and I think she tries to make it rocky, and it gets a bit confused about what the actual song is. So some good elements, but overall, it was just a swing and a miss for me. Okay, I'm gonna say this has grown on me a little since it came out, because when it first came out, I just groaned and went, "Oh, what are you doing? What's mm. with this?" awful Katy Perry kind of cover type (laughs) thing, which it really did sound like. Look, I do like the rock pop production in this, and I think the path to success for this would have been more the rock than the pop. Agree, yep. So, and and she suits that. She suits that as a performer, I think. To be honest, I think this is probably one of the better Irish entries we've had in a while. Um, and we're talking about 28th. I mean, that says it all about where, where the quality of Ireland's been lately, probably. Mm. This was a step up. Um, it has some pretty obvious flaws, like you've already mentioned, the dated Katy Perry. <laughs> you just can't escape it. It just sounds like a dated Katy Perry song. Mm. And I mean, yes, that's probably going to sound familiar to some of the first time, you know, the one time listeners yep. are at Eurovision and may have got some traction at the same token. Things but juries, etc. You just would have. And, and to be honest, it kind of feels a bit... It's the story of her life. You listen to the lyrics, it kind of feels genuine to Leslie. So um, there is some good elements, but unfortunately, I think overall, it's just... Yeah, lyrically, I, I'll agree there. I don't mind the lyrics. I just think the the, the song structure and the, the genre it is doesn't quite work. And Except the na-na-na-na bit. <laughs> oh, gosh. Look, let's look at the rest of the team. We had... Uh, this is probably one of the biggest stretches we have. Um, first place for one of our members. This is their winner down to 38th. So we certainly had a, a, a mix of emotions here. Ali had this at, at first place, um, is an Irish fan generally, but she had a lot of anticipation for this song, so wasn't disappointed. Because sometimes if you have a lot of anticipation for a country, it can let you down. Really like the rock pop element, understands that there was some Katy Perry datedness about it, <laughs> but didn't take away from the fact that she loved the song. Fair and enough. she thought it was really catchy. And, and look, you know, you can't deny that it isn't a catchy little bop. Um, Aaron put this at ninth place, and he really liked the rock element. He's a bit of a rock guy and does bring up about the lyrics and the defiant lyrics with it and so Mm. there's probably more to it than maybe we get well that i gave it credit for you've been giving it a a bit of something there Mm. uh both both two of our younger people actually ranking it quite high interesting very interesting on the downside flurs back again (laughs) dated power pop are they and she asked the questions are they going retro or are they just behind the times yeah I think it's caught in that little thing, isn't it? It's not really retro. It's no. too. It sounds too modern for that. So therefore, it's dated. I think, unfortunately, <laughs> that's the case. It is. Yep. It, it is just a dated power song, powered rock pop. Right, where did you rank it, Michael? Uh, can't say I'm too far away with the team here. I gave it 30th. Um, look, when we ranked these songs a couple of weeks ago, I probably it's probably jumped up a little bit, not too much, but a little bit. But I'm still around that thirty mark. Look, it's it's thirty second for me. Um, this is probably higher than I thought. I had a really bad reaction when I heard this song. I really couldn't stand that the kind of Katy Perry rip rip off style of stuff. It's just 
it's it just needs to be better than this and so i'm glad they've got another chance people who thought this was going to do well um sorry deluded is the word i would use for it (laughs) Uh, jury appeal lacking on that and i really think overall uh appeal on terms of the um televote not there this would not have got through i'm really quite confident of that but Maybe on the right track for Ireland. Just a bit of a misstep. Mm. Comes in at 32nd. 32nd. Mm, well, fair enough. We're all around the same sort of pocket, aren't we? <laughs> all right, let's move on. Poor old Ireland. Um, in at 27 is... I just want to dance with you Tonight I want to I just want to Right, well, we have North Macedonia and its vassal with you. 27th place, Michael. About where you thought it might end up finishing? Yeah, probably. If anything, it might be a little bit high compared to some of the other things I've seen. Uh, Look, to be honest, I don't mind this. I think it's got a smooth little groove to this that runs along quite nicely. Um, It's a decent quality song. Production is pretty good on this one as well. I just think the whole thing's quite pleasant, which <laughs> is probably the most damning thing I could probably say. But, True. Uh, yeah, there's something about this I really don't mind. Look, I have to agree. I really like this. When I first saw it, like the video, I can't tell if it's just cringy or it's actually just a real bit of fun little... It's cringy. <laughs> it's a little cringy at times. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I like, yeah, smooth, funky little pop. I, I like it. It's really quite good, um, but quite good. And I think we're, this won't be the first song. I think we're in that zone of the midfield songs where there's something about it that's good, but they're just missing that X factor to really push them into the 20s for it, me. It's interesting. He's such a terrific vocalist. He really mm. has got an amazing range. And this song really doesn't allow him to show that off to a degree. You can hear in the studio he does ad-lib a bit more towards yeah. the end, etc. And it would have needed that live to really make it stand out again i mean also there's some staging possibilities you know the whole dance thing they had going on but um yeah yeah i think you're de- you're spot on we actually agree on this one i think it really would have come down to the life for this one about how well it would have gone because i think he would have done a decent job of it and i think there would have been some well north macedonia aren't really known for their staging no i mean they generally. just kind of shoved out um tomorrow last year and said sing in that awful dress um but she did very well and i think this is a, it's a smooth little bop. Mm. Yeah. All right, team, 14th to 41st. Someone gave it 41st. Someone gave it 41st, and wow. we'll get to them. Um, 14th and 18th and a 19th, so somewhere around in that teen area. Steve had it at 14th, and he really said it reminded him of a contemporary club track with a bit of an ethnic vibe going on, very sultry. Um, he also did talk about the fact that uh, he would have added a lot of vocal gymnastics, Vassal, in the live, and mm-hmm. he thinks it would have done really well. Um, on the downside, it was Kyriakos, actually, who put this at 41st. Wow. Look, he was really excited about um, Vassal and knew about his previous work. And I think that's probably part of the reason he was um, so disappointed. He said it's the most skippable track. He had huge expectations. It was incredibly disappointed. Oh. And if he was in, the, it reminds him of being in the vacuum of outer space without his helmet on. That's okay. Fair enough. (laughs) So it's obviously sucking the life out of him there. So really strong feelings. And I I get where he's coming from. I guess it's a bit of a mid-range song for someone who probably had a lot more potential to give. Hmm. I never have never have expectation about North Macedonia, so <laughs> I guess I can't be too disappointed when it comes out. You know. Fair enough. Well, where did you rank it? Um, not too bad for me. This top 20, 20th for me. Um, terrific. I, I really, really quite like this song, to be honest. It doesn't get my pulse racing or anything, but I don't skip it when it comes on. just chugs along nicely, and yeah, I don't mind it. Oh, we actually agree. 20th place for me as well, yeah. and a bit higher than I expected, and 27th overall for the team is higher than I expected. I really enjoy it. I seek it out and I don't skip it. But oh, I don't we, know if I seek this out. I do. I seek it out. <laughs> I definitely do. Not as much as as others, but making top 20 this year is quite the achievement. And this song shocks me that I like it so much. <laughs> I'm a bit offended for myself. But no, it's not too bad. Not too bad. All right. Let's move on, shall we? This is number 26. I wasn't always like that. I wasn't born like that. I just worked like that. 
Well, Benny Cristo Kamama from the Czech Republic came in at 26. What an absolute travesty. You can start us off on this one if you like. Well, I think the story of this song is the versions. I think the problem with this, and it even came in people's comments, based on this version, based on that version, based, it was, a, let's be honest, it was a messy build-up. They tinkered with it a fair bit, yes, but it wasn't <laughs> completely changed from the original version through to what we see in the end, and even versions two and three were, you know... Along the same line. Version 1 is definitely my favourite, and I think I really like that this was going to Eurovision. I really like the story behind the song. I like the kind of modern Afropop beat of representing sort of immigration in a country of Mm. Europe, something you don't normally expect out of an Eastern nation um, like Czech Republic, and also was kind of backing up the brand of Czech Republic we've seen lately, you know, from Mikolos Joseph last year with Lake Malawi. We've got this like really kind of more modern up-tempo pop stuff that I think really I really really dig it's really good definitely and definitely going towards that younger audience as we see with Eurovision it is skewing to a younger audience and I think this song is kind of perfect for that audience again I'll agree with the modern and the production on this very very electro afro beat is not a a mix we see often in Eurovision no so I really would have really enjoyed seeing this live to be honest I was really won over by this song and him when he performed Mm. at Vidber oh yeah I thought he did a terrific performance and he really showed that he's got that personality and spark to to do this song live on stage because at first I thought oh this is a nice studio I don't know if there's going to have any live real um, pop for it but no really really did and I really enjoyed the performance I like that this is very true to him with um, and his heritage with the Afro pop beats because they when that's normally done in Eurovision or we put a nod to heritage it's done quite ham-fisted and quite cliche while this feels very true to him it probably ended up being a bit too true to him when he, they really boosted up a bit and I didn't like the revamp. I'm sorry. It really, it really kind of, um, it was too, for a better word, too noisy. There was too much going on and it really took away from the essence of the song. It needed to be souped up. But not that much. Yeah. <laughs> they kind it, of threw everything out. Yeah, yeah, a little bit too much. And they had to take off a couple of items. A couple of accessories came <laughs> off and it was a pretty decent version in the end. I do quite like it. All right, well, how it ended up coming only 26 was a 4th to 39th. So we had a 4th, an 11th, and a 12th. Mm. Um, Guy was a big fan of this song. Fresh Vibes, Modern African Beat, loved it. Kyriakos, love, love, love. He loved the revamp, the second version. He was like, give me more. I love that. I wish he didn't listen to the Eurovision bubble. Um, Mm -hmm. Disagree with you there, Kyriakos. (laughs) And, you know, Ruby also said, really unique and really loved the video performance as well so she echoed you there guess who's back for um one of the worst pots it's fleur (laughs) (laughs) she said it reminded me reminded her of a free local council rave for teenagers oh wow and aaron also rated quite low and said just the revamp of guitars was way too much he liked the original as well Fair enough, fair enough. Everyone has an opinion. That's true, Dale. And my opinion, I'm going to give my ranking on this one. This is one of my favourite songs of the year. I gave this fourth. I was the one who gave it fourth. It kind of teetered around in the top ten for me a little bit, but ultimately, yeah, I really like this song and it got ahead of a lot of others. Wow, fourth is high. Really high. I'm surprised. really like this song. Really Did you like not it. change a waiver with the revamps? Um, when the first revamp came and sort of dropped down towards the edge of the 10. <laughs> but um, the subsequent um, remixes, I really like it. Look, the first original, the version probably would have been in my 20, but I'm sorry, this came 27th for me. Um, I do find even the last revamp just a little too much and I think it took away from the rawness um, of the song. Um, but I think... On the night, I probably would have had it a lot higher if I saw the live performance of it. It's an interesting one. I, I don't know if juries would have particularly gone for it, but I think some, there's some definitely televote there, I would have said. So it would, it would have been an interesting one to see if it got through to the grand To final. me, this was the biggest wildcard enigma, and I think yep. I can even see that in people's rankings. Mm-hmm. I know, in my own. Like, I have no idea how this would have gone. I had no idea how to rank it. Very I had to see it live. Very interesting entry from Czech Republic. I really liked it. All right, well, let's move on. Here is number 25. Right, well, that was Spain 
plus canto with Universo. Universo. Universal. Universal. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's coming at 25th, Michael? About where you thought, maybe? Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> as interesting as Czech Republic is, this isn't. <laughs> uh, look, there's some good elements to it, and I think everything just falls into the okay category. The song is okay. The production is okay. The vocal is pretty good with it. I don't, I've yeah, seen a live version. On. He's not too bad with it. But nothing's great about this. It's just... I just find it very middling and very forgettable, to be honest. I'm not surprised to see this midfield. Yeah. It's it's the definition of a midfield song. Um, I was a bit excited. I thought Blas might bring something quite quite good, hmm. but this feels like Spain being safe. It did. It felt like let's get someone who's a pretty decent pop star who can sing. We've almost overthought the song itself. We're trying to get kind of these modern production elements with a little bit of Spanish, but not too much Spanish. Mm. It feels manufactured. I mean, all songs are. Yeah. But it feels like it's been made in a Petri dish rather than the come out of some raw kind of music talent, which is very much what Eurovision is heading towards these days. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's grown on me. But the mm. first listen, I was like... Is that it? Couldn't remember it for two weeks. I couldn't yeah, remember it. It, it was just boring. It just didn't... Yeah, it had nothing to hold on to. Mm. It was going to live and die on him hitting that, probably that big note. And that's probably the only thing. That's the only thing it had going for oh, it, wasn't no, it? it? You it had was. to wait for this big moment. And really, it wasn't that great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of felt like Spain, sort of, you're right, went, we've got this artist. Oh, we've got this song. Let's put them together. And it went, oh, okay, that's... Fine. <laughs> and that's all it is. It's fine. Yeah. And look, it didn't get anything. I mean, someone did put it in their 10. It has an 8th, a 12th, and a 14th. And on the downside, it has four lots of people in the 30s, but nothing worse than 33rd. Okay. So very much there. No one hates it. No one really loves it. Maybe did, one person did does. Did well with the Aussie <laughs> fans at the OJ poll as well, didn't it? Yeah. OGA Year Australia poll had it 14th overall, oh, which Jesus, oh, I was I was scratching my head there. <laughs> yeah. Now, look. The people who have said they've liked it, there's something a little bit in common here. And they've said it's take the more and more they hear it, the higher it goes up in their rankings. But, but that's by fine. By this time in two, 2025, it should be amazing then. <laughs> so, no, look, Guy said it did take a few, lesson, a few listens there, but he really saw the beauty in it. And once he knew what the lyrics were about, he absolutely loved it and really, really enjoyed it and thinks his live was really good. Um, Emma, again, really loved it. She sings along into in her car, even though she doesn't know what the words are. <laughs> loves the chorus. I can I see that. her doing that now. It's half of being a Eurovision fan. Exactly. You're just singing these words without knowing. You have no idea going what's on. going on. But I do think there is a, that common thread of going, you probably, this song does get better the more you hear it. Mm. But we, we do know the golden rule of Eurovision. One listen, got to stick. On the downside, Aaron and Ali were just kind of like, it's not bad. Others were just better. Yeah. And that's kind of the commentary on it. There's nothing particularly bad about it. Nothing that's particularly what, good about it. And either. that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that's exactly. the worst thing, isn't it? It is. It is. It is the mid-range of death. Very much so. <laughs> oh. All right. For me, look, I'm not too far off of what some of the others have said. 31st for me. And to be honest, that's pretty high. I had it really at the bottom of my rankings for quite a long time. But maybe, yeah. I kind of heard it a few more times. I went, actually, it's not that bad, but, you know. It's and look, you normally defend Spain quite a lot, actually. I do like Spain, yeah. and, and this is not one of their better efforts, can I say? Yeah. For me, it came in at 28th spot, um, probably about where I'd, I would, yeah, I'd expect it to be. I've got the same things to say. Nothing bad, nothing amazing. Um, 28th. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. This is number 24. Well, that was the host nation, Netherlands, Jungu McRoy with Grow. Lots of uh, different opinions on this one, Dale. What do you reckon about this one? I, I, I really like this. I really like this. I really like him and his voice. I wasn't really expecting this from him. And my first instinct was more about him as an artist going, oh, okay, I'm not sure that was the direction I was expecting that. Once I got over that, there's a lovely sentiment in this song. Um, it's really simple, 
but I think done well. Um, I, I like the simplicity of it. I like the message behind it. I think it probably has a limited appeal. I don't think this is going to be everyone's... Uh, they're going to resonate with this lyrics as much as uh, everybody. But you don't need to reach everybody. Um, I'm a big, a big fan of this song without losing my, you know, marbles over it. Fair enough. I'll agree with a few things there. Great vocal, his, the studio version, and also the live versions I've yes. heard. He's got an amazing voice. And that really, voice. really. Mm. And it, it's very stripped back, which gives it that raw feeling and gives you that raw emotion mm. to, to actually connect with. So, And it feels very genuine to him. I think as a performer, he feels genuine and, and I'm buying the whole thing. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. and I know people get the feels for this one, I don't feel anything. Really? Nothing. You're <laughs> dead mean, inside, obviously. You know, I mean, you pretty much know I am, Dale. But <laughs> it, first of all, the song takes too long to get anywhere. I agree that. With it's, that. it's only the final minute you actually get some form of pulse going. And... I mean, I've heard people say, oh, this would have done really well, may have even been challenging or contending for the crown. Absolutely. <laughs> no. No way. Who says that? <laughs> Sorry. And also, yes, it is a great studio version, this song. I don't think it has the same punch live, mm. and particularly not in a Eurovision environment. I think this would have got stomped on by those things around it. Yes, it would have been a nice little break. I think it drew 23rd or something in the final, mm, mm. which is a great spot. Great spot to get trampled on by everything else. Yeah, that was really good. you're the filler of those big songs around you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, my yeah. concern for this, and if we were doing our usual one, would have been on stage at Eurovision, this is really going to struggle. I, I just couldn't see... Mm. I could see some jury appeal with this song. I couldn't see much Tullyvote overall. Um, they would have had to zhuzh it up and bring a chor- uh, choir in, which they would never do because the whole point of the song is to be stripped back and it's mm. just meant to be him... And he would have done it very simply, and it's, it's everyone would have gone and got a cup of tea or <laughs> pretty much. another drink while they're waiting for the next song. It's lovely in headphones. This is really, mm, really great. Mm, you you mm. get all the emotion from his voice, and nobody listens or watches Eurovision with headphones on. No, true. Yeah, no. This is a this is a studio song, which is fantastic as a live piece. <laughs> To a crowd, I'm not really sure. You feel very strongly about this. Considering I feel nothing for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of a but, sudden, I've, I've, I've arced up. Well, no, no. But, uh, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, I do like this, but I, I take your points on with this. So I think you, I, I agree. I feel I feel something when I hear this song, mm. and I really I appreciate him. <laughs> <laughs> for two and a half minutes. So I, I appreciate it, but... Anyway, let's see. Well, let's see where the team rank and let's where where we all sit. Get some reasonable voices going. Well, it's interesting because I think we've got a split vote here, and I think I think this is coming out. What you've said, third to fortieth is wow. the range. 40. So we had a third and a fifth, but we also had a thirty eighth, a thirty ninth, and a fortieth. And it's ended up 24th overall. So I think we're getting a split camp on this. It's a polarising kind of song, and I don't think it ever meant to be. (laughs) No, and I think what it comes down to is um, people, Steve and Aaron are the two highest. Um, Steve, very much identifiable lyrics, beautiful voice, really moves him. Aaron, you know, really warm, the storytelling with it, and a fantastic composition. Well, on the downside, pleasant teases us but actually gives us nothing in the end and it's only it just kind of does finally and just stops dead um just mel too melancholy from emma there as well um liv says the lyrics are actually are really simple mm-hmm. actually if you actually strip it back the lyrics are really simple might have had some jury appeal and it's just this typical male sad ballad that she feels nothing for and a lot yeah. of other people don't but a lot of people do and yeah. I think that's where the split that's, is. That's the key. You actually have to feel this song. And if you don't feel anything for it, then I think you get my reaction of boredom. Mm. Whereas if you do, then you're wiping away tears or whatever. You know, yeah. like there's kind of no middle ground. Yeah, no, true. <laughs> no one's like, oh, it's okay. It's number, you know, well, actually wait for my ranking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Right, let's get to it. Where do you rank it then? Well, for all of everything I've said then, <laughs> you're giving it's a actually, tenth. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. I mean, there's obviously some quality in this entry and there's quality within the artist and the song itself 25th for me um i i do recognize the quality in this whether i actually get the emotional feels no i don't 
Right, well, it's 21st for me. Um, I do enjoy his voice. I enjoy uh, the emotion around it. It gives me some feels, but not enough to make the 20. Mm. <laughs> I'm only semi-dead inside. <laughs> right, okay, well, that's an interesting one. Let's move on. Um, number 23. Right, quite a different song now. We have Cypress and Sandro with Running. 23rd spot, just a couple outside the 20, Michael. What are your thoughts? Look, my thoughts are pretty high, to be honest. But having said that, I understand why. It, it, this is a very good modern song, which, again, goes to that younger demographic and that younger audience of which Eurovision is growing in that, in that um, de- demographic. I think the production here... It gives it a real point of difference. We don't often have electro dance kind mm, of songs true. Um, like this come into it. So I think there was good potential with staging, etc., for this as well, because I think it's quite atmospheric. And and I think mm. you could have done quite a bit with the staging on this one. It would have been a very interesting entry. I would have been really interested to see how they would have done this live because to me this is a studio song all the way. I don't I I was really struggling to see how that was going to translate. Doesn't mean it couldn't couldn't have. I think he's obviously a great star. There's something that could have really worked really well, but I was really intrigued about how they were going to do it. Um, must mention that Alfie Akuri, the Australian um, performer, is the songwriter for this song. Yeah. You can definitely hear that. And he did say that it certainly had changed quite a bit from his original. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, it does sound I'm hearing an Alfie Akuri song remixed at Mardi Gras after party. That's what I'm getting the vibe from this song. That's not a bad thing. Mm, like, that's no. good. Like, that's really different. Um, whether or not, therefore, it grabs me enough because it's kind of that just that dance floor. It, it's a little potty, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, just a little, there, it's a doing little one paced. Unfortunately, and I think it needed a crescendo of some kind. Mm. And I guess that's where Sandro comes in live. Yeah. And yeah. he would have had to really lift this in order for it to really stand out as yep. well. Yep. In, a, in a little, you know, I don't mind this again through the headphones walking down the <laughs> yep. street yep. When, when you're allowed to walk down the street in isolation. <laughs> um, it sounds great, but as a stadium performance, it kind of would have needed another gear somewhere along the line. Yeah. That's why I ended up finding it quite hard to rank because I was just a bit like, where does this fit? Um, But anyway, we'll get to ranking my rankings later. Uh, The team had this from 8th to 35th. Okay. So we had an 8th, a 10th, and a 14th, and only two that ranked it in the 30s. So obviously quite a lot put it in this 20s area, I would say, for about half the team. Mm -hmm. Um. So the highest ones that we've got here, we've got Liv, who said it was very clubby um, and some angsty and some dance yeah. and sort of the stuff that she would like to kind of like listen to and I can go see out to. I can see that. I, I, we've seen Liv at a party. I could see her going <laughs> off to this song. Um, Kyriakos, um, he, he loved it. He, he said it sounded like an Alfie remix. Totally agree with him there as well. Um, and it would have been interesting to see what Sandra did live. And um, Kyriakos brings up the point that Sandra is a decent looking bloke as well. So that never hurts, I guess. It helps with the televoter appeal. It always does. You know, look down that camera. Um, Ruby, on the other hand, said just like nothing wrong, just didn't grab her. Yeah, just kind of faded behind other songs. Yeah. I so, see. again, nothing terrible said about the song. So, I think it's just that kind of mid range area. Yeah. Looking on, going to have to kind of agree a little. Uh, as far as my rankings, I gave this one 28th. Um, which surprised me a little bit because I actually think I like it a little more than 28. But, you know, this is a decent bunch of songs. And, um, yeah, look, unfortunately, 28 for me. But may have climbed a little. So, I mean, that's not bad in this year. Um, for me, I was the one who put it 30th. Um, and, again, some other ones just jumped in front of it. Same thing with a lot of these ones. I don't. There's nothing that I dislike necessarily about the song. Hmm. Others just jumped in front, just didn't have that X factor for me in its current form, thinking about a Eurovision song to get into my 20. Again, one of those ones that could have jumped up or even jumped 
lower depending on the live on the night. Yeah, it's one of those ones I think if you you could be playing it on a playlist, it could completely pass by and you wouldn't even notice sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. Unfortunate. All right, let's move on to the next one, Dale, and number 22. Well, I can't believe it's 22. And Natalia Agorarenko from Moldova with Prison. Okay, you can start us off with this one, Dale. Go on. Um, this divides opinions. It really does. And I think we're going to disagree a lot, Michael. So let's just prepare ourselves for this. <laughs> this is not good. Um, <laughs> what a this start. is not good. This sounds... I mean, it's got a very Eastern pop sound. I'll give it that. And you, we know from the team behind it, we have... Um, Philip Kirkorov, Kontopoulos, is Sharon Vaughan. Sharon Vaughan's yep. got a finger so, in this pie yep, as well. Yeah, in this pie, definitely. <laughs> um, I didn't like it from the Moldovan national final. It's To me, it's got nothing to grab onto. It sounds messy. The composition is, is a mess. Um, what's the chorus? Her live isn't that strong. I feel like it sounds dated Eastern pop at the moment. I just saw nothing appealing about the song are you the, finished the more i hear it i more i like it but again i have to listen to it a lot and i'm being forced to i'm in my own prison of having to listen to prison um and yeah so it just never did much for me okay now let's talk some sense here Dal. this is amazing <laughs> this is fantastic um, it does have that old school Eurovision feel to it, and you can tell the Contopolis Kirkorov Vaughan mm-hmm. uh, Triumph has got this one. For me, it the build in that pre-chorus is just fantastic. It gives me life, Dale. I just <laughs> love it. It's so you're right. It's very Eastern, and it is a little old school kind of Eurovision by numbers to a degree, but it hits me. It hits me, and I love it. I find myself singing this all the time. If I have a criticism of the song, the first half of the song is amazing, and then it goes nowhere. Really, it's just almost the whole song goes almost nowhere. Almost, how dare you? It, it's almost rinse and repeat almost for the second half. Mm. Uh, but the first half is just well worth it. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> and I don't. I can't tell you why. It's is it the cheese factor? Is it the dated factor? I don't know. You're right. The national final performance was probably a little weird with the chairs and everything. Mm-hmm. She could certainly sing it. I have no problem with her with a vocal. And I think with a better production on stage at Eurovision, it probably could have done. I could see this in the final. Okay, you're done. I'm done. I'm done gushing. The the <laughs> range was fifth to thirty fifth. Someone gave it fifth. So I'm going fifth. So there's a fifth, an eighth, and eleventh. I'm not surprised by the fifth. So live. Um, she believes it could have gone top ten. She goes, "Hear me out." <laughs> I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you, Liv. No, but it says, "Look, it is dated. It gives that 2000s drama." And generally, we always find that one song every year that brings something from the 2000s and does quite well. It's kind of brand Moldova, isn't it? It is kind of his brand Moldova. Um, you know, and she says, like, she thinks the staging would have been the team behind it would have been great. And just really would have brought some drama. And I do agree. I think there would have been good staging with this, no doubt. They wouldn't have let this go out. Um, Yes. On the other side of things, um, Emma's kind of said, like, it's well produced, but just a boring chorus. Just nothing there. And, you know, she's saying... I'll agree. The lyrics are a little lol. A bit, aren't they? Like, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be without you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's that's the chorus. It's a bit ridiculous. (laughs) And she says, Emma says there's a line that says, I cannot escape from this prison. And she feels the same way about this song. I hear you, Emma. I hear you. Some of the other comments in here, I can't even see who's written this, but Messy Live. I think it was Fleur, actually. Messy Live. A lot of backing vocals. So Fleur had some doubts on the vocals. Well, Well, I have no doubts. All right, shall we rank? Yes. Look, as much as I've been gushing about this, just outside the top 10 for me at the time of ranking, I gave this 13th. I have to say, though, if we were to re-rank, this would be in my top 10. And I do listen to it probably three times a day type of thing, minimum. Love it. I know. (laughs) Okay, brace yourself, Michael. 
I was the one who ranked it 35th. Oh, dead to me. <laughs> dead to me. Uh, you've heard my reasons previously for this. I mean, I still have put this in front of, you know, six other songs. So it's not the worst out there. I think, again, it could have risen on the night with a really strong staging concept. But overall, for me, the song's just not there. It's a mess. Oh, Next. The, the only reason I'm really, like, disappointed <laughs> and I'm not going to Eurovision is I don't get to meet Philip Kirkerold. That's <laughs> really it. <laughs> well, you would have been the one. I would have stayed clear I would have there. Him, I would have given him COVID-19 or something. I would have been that person. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> next up is 21st. Just missing the top 20 is Finland. It's Axel with Looking Back. Quite the controversial national final winner, but he's done okay in our rankings. Really like this song. Really, really do. And I thought with the national final, there were some very good songs in that national final. good quality out of Finland this year. And this was always the one that I thought was the sensible backstop kind of thing. Yeah. If you weren't going to go for the Dancing Bears and Chichilina, then this song had it. And I thought his performance on the night in in uh, UMK was fantastic. His vocal was spot on. Mm. I'm telling you, jump on YouTube, pop your headphones in, guys. It is spot on. It's like the studio. Really, really good. This is a very radio-friendly track. And for me, in the past years, juries have rewarded that. So I did see a path for this. And it obviously got some real jury love in Finland as well. This is a really, really good song. It never bores me. I know it can be accused of being a little maybe one-paced. And to be honest, you could knock off probably 10 to 15 seconds of that song and it would have been fine. But I really like this. Really, really like it. And I, I really like him as a performer. Well, yeah. I mean, we can't ignore the two bears in the room of Chichi Alina with this. <laughs> and I think they were just so different in their songs. We mm. had one, I think, that is very contemporary and a lot of jury appeal with looking back. This really is. And his vocal, I agree. I was worried about how he would come across live. Um, he was fine. I mean, he 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 where Ch- where um. Erica had charisma. He probably was lacking, <laughs> but he brought a real. His voice is fantastic in that contemporary and the staging concept. The staging was terrific. Really, just, really good. Didn't need. It was just modern looking. It looked sleek. It suited the song. Mm. Gave it some movement. I thought it was really good. Really, really. Look, good. I was Team Chichiolina, but I must say I really loved this song. I had no issue with this going. It was only just behind her in the Finnish televote, so it certainly wasn't just there on jury alone. It certainly had a lot of people love the song. Um, I think. It has this really interesting um, pop nostalgia to it. Mm. Um, the the lyrics, um, there's something in that song and the the musicality. And actually, Liv talks about this in a minute. But the chord progression of something, um, it just hits you in the feels. This little this element in the chorus that is really nostalgic, and it really matches the lyrics around looking back. We didn't know what we had mm. at the time. Very apt right now for everything going on. Really big fan of the song. Um, it certainly uh, didn't impact the fact that my favorite didn't win at UMK. Yeah, yeah, there is. You're right. There is something about that's quite universal about people looking back at their youth mm. and looking back fondly with it. And mm. yeah, so I think that is a universal message. Totally, always works. So the team ranked at tenth to thirty fifth. So no one particularly really high, but a lot of 10, 12, 12, 14th. Yeah, wow. And we have three lots in the 30s, 31, 32, and 35th. So, but a lot in that teen area and the rest in the 20s. So, um, yeah, solidly high, but I can see, I think even looking at that, you could see maybe the televote appeal might have been lacking, but the jury would have been strong. I think it's something you would hear on Australian radio. And I think oh, that's I probably why people would, you know, kind totally. of got it. So Liv talks about the, what I mentioned before. There's something in that chorus and that chord progression that she says brings her euphoria. Um, and I think that, it, no, it's that powerful emotion. Yep. There's something in it, in its simplicity, in the way. And I totally know what she's saying. I, compl- I know the exact part of that chorus that she's talking about. And I get it. 
On the downside, Fleur said this is uh, vanilla. She was obviously Team Chichiolina and just think this is just like, it's just there. Um, Steve mm. was the same way, generic, nostalgic man ballad. So he recognizes the nostalgia, but sees it in a very different way than some of the other people do. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But no, fair enough, because I mean, it can also be seen as cheesy and a bit cliche, a song okay. like this as well, I guess. Yeah. I don't say it, but yeah, fair enough. All right, well, fine. Where's your uh, ranking then? Um, <laughs> I was the one that put it in the top 10. I have it at 10th. Mm. It's my 10th favourite song for the year. Um, I don't think I'm going to grow tired of listening to this. I really, really quite like this. Well, I'm not too far off. I have this in 12th place. Oh. Really love the song. I really, really, really enjoy this. I can see why it was just outside my 10. Um, maybe didn't have that X factor to jump it up there. Mm. But as a song, and if I was a jury member and looking at and how a jury would look, this would make the 10 of being uh, that really contemporary, probably the most radio-friendly contemporary song in the competition, yeah. I would say. I kind of agree. It just needed another gear somewhere yeah. along the line to switch it up, to missing oof, push it into the next next level. But um, no, really good stuff. This could have done an Isaiah in the jury. Mm. I really think Fair it enough. could have. Okay. And an Isaiah in the public vote. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. All right. All right. I guess we're off to number 20. Get your Windex out. That was Samantha Tina still breathing. I know you're a bit of a fan of this one, Dale. I'll let you blubber on about this one first. Well, yes. I mean, you are so excited. You missed the fact it's Latvia. Oh God. Yes, Sorry. but no. That's that. No. All <laughs> good. I'm quite happy to talk about this. I love this entry. Um, I think this is all about Samantha and her performance. She has a lot of moments to shine in this song in very different ways she has the vocal that build up that it feels like an entire pre-chorus is most of the song and you don't actually really get the chorus that's a problem but then she gets to show off her visual um, power and the way that she will wear that fringe dress and smack it down for that pop drop because I hated that pop drop on the studio but I want to watch her like wig out to it like I, I love that I, I <laughs> want she, to watch she goes off she, I want to watch the visuals and I love the three backup singers and what they do I think it's just like the fantastic the Windex bottles the spraying oh, of the Windex it's, bottles it's, on the it's, no, it's more about their their stillness and their almost roboticness and I think this really works with the lyrics and I think this is a real kind of battling song and I think there is and if you watch that the video clip there is something around women there with that as well and I think that really comes through in the song I think it's a powerful song I really really love it mm-hmm. and I'm devastated for Samantha Tina not to go I think it was her ninth attempt yeah and it was a cracking entry it really was I'm, I'll, I'll echo that sentiment I'm really sad that Samantha doesn't get her time on stage mm. uh, with this one look this was the standout from Supernova without a doubt and I do not begrudge her getting her spot at Eurovision uh, look it's impactful the song itself <laughs> and Samantha's performance because she yes. is a performer you just cannot take your eyes off her when I say impactful though Dale it's too much <laughs> it's like too impactful it's like being bludgeoned around the head for three minutes <laughs> really there's screaming at you there's a wall of noise there's shouting there's a song in there somewhere, a kind of decipherable song. Um, I, I just, it's too much for me. And there's parts of it, again, I re- we re- revisited it before obviously recording this, and I'm like, okay, I do enjoy it, and I like her, but oh, turn the volume down, like it's too much, too, too much. I also worried, I don't know if there's a massive jury appeal here, and I think it's too sort of, I don't know, quirky to get a mass sort of televote appeal so I just kind of worried about its path to any kind of success as well well I think when it comes to Eurovision and this is the one I think this is the biggest song in this 
bunch from the 20s because I do think we end up getting a lot of mid-range songs in these 20 rankings. Mm. This is not a mid-range song. This is a love it or hate it. Mm. And that comes out in the rankings here. So we've got a second to 38th. And that's exactly what I would expect. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was first or 41st we had for the song. <laughs> we had a second, an eighth, a tenth, an eleventh, and we had four lots. People have it in their 30s, including a 37th and 38th. Mm. So we had Fleur rank it second, and she said Jeez. it's just, honestly, just a dis- power. There's uniqueness. There's an honesty. It's genuine. And it's just, she said it's the most contemporary song in 2020. Okay. I mean, it's different. Different. Definitely. Definitely there. Um, And she said it would have given them the best result since Aminata. Wow. Emma loved it as well. She says it's crazy in a good way. Um, Reminded her of Havala Ne. Um, and I can see there's a little bit of the elements there as well and just loved her vocal. Liv also had it um, high as well. She says on the studio, she completely discounted it, said it was a wall of noise, <laughs> and then she saw the live performance and saw Samantha Tina and completely changed her mind on it. And I actually, that's kind of where I'm coming from with it. On the downside, I've got Steve. He says, it's chaotic. The song build-up is chaotically good, and then you get to this awful drop and it destroys the song okay. the rest mm-hmm. quite a few I think go on there um, Guy said it sounds a bit noisy he said he goes I know that sounds like a dad comment but it is <laughs> you kids turn that music down They're pretty okay. much was his self aware comment um, and it says a wall of noise as well weirdly he says it doesn't stand out I'd have to disagree, even if you don't like this. This stands out, whether you like it or you Yeah, with your ears bleeding, it'll (laughs) definitely make it stand out. All right, well, where'd you rank it, Michael? Look, 32nd for me. I was one in the 30s. I was one in the 30s for this one. Um, But I will say, it is a live song. It's not a studio song. So therefore, you're right. Her incredible performance skills and everything would have elevated this. Um, but just it's just too much for me. I feel like one of those cats that have been patted too many times, and it's just ah, it's too much. I think the live is fantastic. I think this would have done really quite well. I think this would have grabbed. I think people would have really liked her. I think there would have been people who didn't, but they don't matter. They don't pick up the phones. <laughs> yeah, you only need that percentage of people who will. Jury would have been a question mark. I will agree with you there. I loved it. It was eighth place for me. It was a real standout. One of my favorites. Eighth. Eighth. Wow. Love it. Fantastic. We'll bring up a really interesting fact. Male Aussie Vision, average ranking, 29th. Okay. Female, 11th. Okay. Interesting. No one lower than 19th with the women. Pretty much all 30s for the men. Interest, very, very interesting. I don't know what that says, mm. but it is an interesting point. It is very interesting. What an interesting bunch of songs for the 20s. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's some real quality in there, to be honest. And I think it's it shows the general quality of the entire 41 songs. I thought they really, apart from Austria, were all very good. <laughs> <laughs> that was last week. So Still flogging look, that <laughs> dead equine. I would say for the, tw- on the 20s, I at the 20s, normally when we look at these rankings, sometimes they can just be like, oh, we're going to talk about this song. It's just... It's not good. It's not bad. It's Spain. <laughs> and I would say half the songs today probably were, yeah. particularly the late, the, the early ones we did. But that lot, the last four or five, I think really there's something to grab onto a lot of those songs. And I think they would normally make a top 20 hmm. in our rankings. So okay. really interesting bunch. What a shame we don't get to see them live. Yeah. Well, we've got the top 20 coming up. So yes. we have it's uh, 19 to 10 next week or yes. 19 to 11. What 19 we to 11. We're going to oh. do the top 10. So we actually went to the top 20 today. Okay. So Latvia snuck in there, but we're mm. going to go through the teens next week down to 11 before we hit the top 10. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. All right. Thanks very much. See ya.